All right, donuts are being eaten. We've just wrapped another fun-filled episode of Judd's Napa Valley Show. What's that? I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Pop it. Yeah, you can talk with your mouth full of donut. That's what this show is all about. Yeah. Well, I cannot not eat this maple old-fashioned donut. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert: This is Liz Alessio, City Council member here in Napa, and all-around involved community member, which is wonderful, and all-around very positively involved. So thank you for that. Great show. Had a lot of fun getting to know you a little better, uh, a little bit about your life story and who you are. So I think the folks listening are going to enjoy as well. And, and thanks for coming and spending the time. Thank you, Judd. Yeah. Before it. we before we press play on the rest of it, uh, I think Lauren Mole has a few words he'd like to share. We invite you to join Judd at his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail. Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Visiting information is at judshill.com or by calling 707-255-2332. Thank you, Lauren. That's right. We love to have folks come by. And whether you are a visitor to Napa Valley or a local, we guarantee you we'll, we'll show you a good time. As he said, the visiting information is there on the website. And while you're at judshill.com, you can look around. We've got some funny videos, a couple web series, events that we're, we're always proud of. Well, we've got wine. How about that? You could put some wine in your cart. And what do you think? Should we give them a little special for being a listener? Just type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And if that's not enough, you can join the Judd's Hill Wine Club anytime, day or night. <laughs> that's true as well. Thanks. I... Look, I might be a little biased, but I think it's the best wine club you can join. I'm proud of our wines. I'm proud of the hospitality we offer, the customer experience, and just the fun that you can have with us. And I look forward to sharing some of those good times with you. I think that's enough for the plugs. Our guest, Liz Alessio, also has a website, so you can follow along at home if you've never met her and want to know who she is or what she looks like. Would you like to give your web address? Yes, LizAlessio.com. So L-I-Z-A-L-E-S-S-I-O dot com. And that website is going from a candidate website to a council member website. So I'm very excited about that. So you'll see that soon. Wonderful. Well, let's hear the show, shall we? And now, enjoy the show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. Your talents will earn you the highest status and prestige. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studios at Broadcast Park in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Fingelstein. Uh, good morning, Mr. Lauren Mole. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Judd. Top of the day. Top of the day. Gong hei fat choi. It's Lunar New Year. Ah, that's right. You're the pig. Okay. And well, yes, that's true. I, I noticed you were reading a. Uh, it looked like a fortune from a fortune cookie just now. That, Actually, that little it quote. is. Is that what that was? It is. Yes. And 
Did you enjoy a nice, I'm just going to assume, a Chinese-style meal recently? I did. Ah, at one of our lovely local establishments? Yes, which I can't say on the air. Oh, you can't? Because is it like a place that you go to be anonymous where the fans and the paparazzi don't bother you? You don't want me to give out plugs for companies that don't even sponsor (laughs) this show. Oh, I see. I thought it was for your own privacy. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed the meal, whatever it was. Well, I did. Thanks for being inspired to bring that along. How have you been? It's been a couple weeks. We've been um, on a bit of a a hiatus. I had some uh, work travel to do, but very happy to be back. And what's going on in your world? Well, Napa Valley Voices recently did a performance uh, on Martin Luther King Day at the Springs Retirement Home, led by the great Cindy Skinner. Well, fantastic. And yeah. we had a very special MC. And was that special MC somebody I know? Ira C. Smith. It was somebody I know. I had a feeling it was somebody from around here. That's cool. So he was uh, the amazing voice of Ira C. Smith emceeing, and you were singing the amazing voice of Lauren Mole on vocals? That's right. And we cool. also had local acapella group uh, Take Flight help us out. Oh, wow. That was quite an evening. It was. Well, not really more of an evening. It was in the afternoon. Okay, quite an afternoon. Fabulous. And uh, it was a success. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks. And yes, big events coming up with uh, Everybody's, Everybody's a Star in Sonoma. Tell me. March 24th, which is a Sunday, we'll be honored to sing the Star Spangled Banner for the NBA champion Golden State Warriors one last time from Oracle Arena in Oakland. Wow. That is exciting. And tickets are available? At everybodystar.org. And once again, Everybody is a Star is an organization in Sonoma that helps nonprofit, that is a nonprofit organization, but helps a special needs individuals like myself showcase our talents and broadcast quality music videos. Professionally made, by the way. Absolutely. I've seen yours several times, and it's very good. And it can be seen at everybodystar.org. Yes. And. We'll also be continuing our uh, relationships with the San Francisco Giants, which now play at Oracle Park, Judd. No more AT&T Ballpark. It's gone. Is that right? It's true. I'm I'm so behind the times when it comes to professional sports stadium names. So that, okay. Well, congratulations to you. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even care what the stadium's called. I'm just glad you get to still go there and sing. Oh, thanks. We we still have a good time. (laughs) So, uh, so what's been going on with you, Jed? How have been your travels? They've been great. You know, I I love getting out and about. I I got to use my passport again. This was uh, a travel to another country, which was very exciting. A place I'd never been, but had a certain vibe, which I hold near and dear. We went. We were in French Polynesia, and it was, believe it or not, a work trip, which I can talk about uh, some other time. I don't want to take up all our guests' uh, time, but it oh, was no. beautiful. It was dreamy, if I'm going to use one adjective. Um, if someone were playing Mad Libs with me right now and said an adjective, I'd say dreamy. And that was the time. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. I think it's just so important, no matter where you go, to just get out and see something, whether it's uh, take a road trip or use your passport and go somewhere. And I love this quote. It's Mark Twain from Innocence Abroad, and he said, travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness, and many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Uh, Broad, wholesome, charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all one's lifetime, and I just think that is so true. So I would encourage anybody, if you don't have a passport, Go get one. Even if you don't have plans, you, you never know. Something could come up like this trip. I didn't even well, know until a couple of weeks ahead of time that it was happening, and I was ready to go. Actually, that would be me, Jet. I don't have a passport. Well, I will send – there's a link. You just type in 
Getting a passport on, on your search engine and the U.S. Department of State, I think it is, will I come up so, and yes. you, you apply and it's kind of fun to have. It is. But, you know, speaking of which, yeah. while we're on the subject of travel. <laughs> yes. You know, I love to travel the world myself, Judd, but I don't have to leave home. And how do you do that? By watching The Amazing Race. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a good show. I want to get to our guest. Oh, I'm just going to mention right, sure. really quickly, really oh, yes. quickly. Go ahead. This coming Sunday, February 10th, is the Judd's Hill Valentine's Party from noon to 2.30. It is free for all of our wine club members. You come pick up your wine. We show you a good time. There is a nominal charge for those who are not club members. And if you're not, well, you, you should be. It's easy to sign up. You get all our great wines. You get these uh, fabulous experiences. If you would like to come, please RSVP by calling the winery, Judd's Hill, at 707-255-2332, extension 3. We would love to see you. And a couple fun things coming up on Valentine's Day itself, February 14th, that are fun for kids. You know, a lot of parents don't necessarily get to go out on Valentine's Day. There's some fun things going on. E&M Productions presents Rockapella, fun for the whole family. That's on February 14th. That's going to be down at the... Uh the, the, the college, I believe. Yikes, I, I should have that in front right. of me. You know, I've actually heard of those guys. They're great. You know, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? San Diego. Yep, Rock Oh, man, I missed that show. <laughs> That's going to be fun. And then at ABC Bakery in downtown, they'll be opening. They open once a year for dinner. It's Valentine's Day, and it's their second annual Be Kind Valentine's Dinner. So the kindness kids who have been here on the show will be there. There will be music that uh, the kids will be singing. Andrew Moore, the great musical director, will be there in person. It'll be a set menu, wine, entertainment, all benefiting uh, Be Kind Napa. So call ABC, Alexis Baking Company, for Valentine's dinner reservations. Let's get on with the show. Easy questions here with no quiz stress, you know. A good hour of radio will leave this whiz guest aglow. She's involved in community at each opportunity from Napa City Council, Liz Alessio. Wow, I Liz, love that. Liz Alessio. Oh my gosh, who did this? You will, you've just been Lauren Mold. Lauren, did you write that? No, who wrote that? Well, somebody oh, wrote it. Somebody Jen around, so, somebody it, around here that. wrote I'm it. I'm keeping that. That's right. He'll sign that for you. You can have please an autograph sign. copy okay, of it. Okay, both of you sign, please. Lauren Mole. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Liz. <laughs> so nice to have you here. Oh my goodness, I'm um, honored. I've been looking forward to having you on because I, I mean, I kind of know you from here and there, just like kind of out in the community, you know, enough mm. to say hello, but I, yeah. I don't really know you. Yeah. And this is a great opportunity to get to know you, but you always seem like a cool person. Thank you. And congratulations about, for being one of our yeah. most recent uh, elected city council members. Pretty phenomenal. So we can yeah. talk about that a little still bit. Amazed. You're still amazed? I'm still amazed. Well, <laughs> I am. Has it, it hasn't set in? You can, so. it, it's setting in, but it's just, it's just incredible. You know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity that um, I had a little, there was a little secret, a little wish I had for a very long time, and it felt so out of reach. And my life's path just continued to prepare me for it without me even knowing it in ways. And then just got the calling to do it, um, you know, the heart call to, to go for it, and yeah. we did it. You did it. Well, let's talk a little bit about yeah. that life path. Okay. I promised, as I do with pretty much all the elected mm -hmm. officials that come on here, we're not going to talk about issues. Okay, we're just going to talk good. about you. All Let's right. get to know who you are. I, you've been on enough radio shows and newspaper articles. People yeah. can find out where you stand on Fill in the blank as right. it pertains to Napa. Right. Uh, so let's just get to know you. You are a fourth generation Napan. I am. That's something. 
It is. My I, I have a granddaughter who's sixth generation. So oh, who's uh, my great great grandfather, an Irish immigrant, master stonemason, who was who came to uh Yountville actually with his wife Johanna yeah. in the eighteen seventies. Wow. And um you know, stake their their claim, if you will, pioneer family, and just really hardworking folks. And he became county supervisor. I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't. So this is you just got into the family business, <laughs> well, kind of like skipping a couple generations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, skipping a couple generations. So, um, as a matter of fact, I was just in the uh, board of supervisors chambers, mm-hmm. and he was a uh, district two. He's the second picture on top. So from 1901 oh, no to 1904. And his name? It's Matthias. Matthias. Okay. Matthias we'll Vandalore. So. So right. the Vandalore is a, a family name, and, and actually that's my middle name. So oh. it's uh, my birth name is Elizabeth Vandalore Hart. Okay, now now we know when we hear yeah. that name as it pertains to uh, you know old police reports or whatnot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you know that's <laughs> you. <laughs> So, so you grew up here. You're yeah. a napping yeah. vintage high, right? You're vintage, a crusher. I'm a crusher. I think I heard that about you. Yes. That's exciting. Bergen and gold. Yeah. You didn't have to get caught up in the whole controversy. Or did you, being a kind of a public official with the name change at, at Napa High? Well, we you don't know, have to get into a, it too much. But. Yeah. It's, you know, it's such a, you know, it's such a tradition and it's part of, you know, the identity for so many people in Napa. And I, you know, I didn't go to Napa High. My, my father did. Lots mm. of friends and family. So very passionate issue. A really tough one, but uh, you know, moving forward, I, I think that the I like the grizzly. I like what they chose, and I yeah. like the how it looks on the shirts. You know, the, just the, <laughs> the, the graphic design the that looks really cool yeah. with it. Yeah, the aesthetics with the claw marks. Well, so. I I abstained from having an opinion really one way or the other until I found out that they indeed were changing the name. Like the train had yeah. left the station, it's happening. Yeah, and then I felt very strongly for the and it got some traction. I was mm. very disappointed when it didn't make the final four choices or whatever, however many it was. But the Rebobs. Oh, I know. The I re-bobs. thought that was brilliant. I mean, what else? There's yeah. nothing. It speaks to Napa. It does. It's fierce. It's yes. mythological. It is. It, there's no one else that can claim it. That's right. It's just I ours. Mean, flying vampire monkeys? I mean, yes. Who wouldn't want that as your mascot? <laughs> Come on. Okay. Well, if any other uh, new schools pop up as there population grows, maybe you, right. we can have the uh, Rebobs. That'd be our mascot. Yeah. And have you lived here the whole time? Did you, like, after school, did you go somewhere? Did you? You know, did you... I, um, I did live in um, Utah, actually, for oh. a couple of years. I had, I was there, I was going to school, but I was married and had children, uh-huh. and we had a business there. Oh. So my, the first business I was involved in is hot air ballooning. So wow. start, started ballooning. In Utah. Well, and Napa. No, here. Okay. And Napa balloons above the valley. Oh, sure. And our partner, Bob Arbrick, who still owns the company yeah, to, yeah. today, we divided our partnership, if you will. Mm-hmm. The boys weren't getting along, oh. t- to be honest with you. But anyways, all in all, um, we decided to sell our part of the business to Bob. And we started a new company in Park City, Utah. Gorgeous up there. Uh, Spent a lot of time. It's so beautiful there. So it was Park City's Great Balloon Escape um, was the company name. And that's where we did other things, such as I mentioned, I think I mentioned to you, bungee jumping out of hot air balloons. We didn't talk about it today, but you you did tell me that you've done that a couple times. Yeah. So that's how that happened. Speaks to your adventurous spirit. Yes. You're a bit of a thrill seeker, maybe. A little bit. We'll get into that. Okay. So... So, okay, so Park City for a couple of years. Park City, but I, we always had a home here. So we okay. always had a home here. And then just Park City, you know, commuting back and forth, you know. My heart's always been in Napa and all my family and friends here. So, but yeah, that's it. That's it. And you came back, see how to phrase this. It seems like you've always been involved in the community in some respect through 
organizations. Is this something that you're you're had a basis in, like way back generations? That's something that was instilled in you. It definitely Is something you just felt like you needed to be. My what parents, was the path to get to getting involved? Do you know my parents were always involved? Yeah, and that's just we were as a family. We were just always um, involved in different projects or uh, programs, and real, really kind of small, humble ones. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from the Pioneer Cemetery in Yachtville that I grew up with. My dad was a lifetime caretaker, volunteer position oh. of that of that cemetery. Fifty three years, as a matter of fact. Wow. And so, whether it be that the Napa County Historical Society, which yeah. I'm second generation board member of. Both my parents were on the board for decades. You know, grew up as a Girl Scout, as a Brownie and Girl Scout, you know that. So that yeah, kind of instilled that. Uh, that instilled I live those in that kind world of values. Right now. Exactly. It's so fun and it's great. It's, it so is. I don't know, it just always it's just part of our, our family and the things that we do and felt really proud of. So what was your first uh, foray into community service? Well, I'd say directly would be a be, would be a brownie. Brownie, okay. yeah, would be a brownie and the different projects, you know. So that that would be it, you know. It's just you know, you get those different badges and patches <laughs> and how you earned those and and just really the values of making friends and keeping friends and mm-hmm. um, that kindness, the value of kindness and compassion. But I was also kind of competitive. So, you know, when it came to those Girl Scout cookie sales, <laughs> I took it very seriously. Wait, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Just between you and me, because I've got a couple who are starting to yes. starting to, to sell. And we need – I'd like a couple tips. They're pretty good. But just between you and me, yeah. you know, how can we get a little edge on the competition here with the uh, sales? Well, a couple of things. One, door knocking is great. I think that's really prepared me for canvassing. I'm like, <laughs> if I it. can if I can knock on doors and sell cookies. And honestly, <laughs> that came to mind. When I fir- knocked on the first door, I went back to my childhood neighborhood where my mom still lives today. Yeah. And I thought, well, I knocked on these doors, you know four decades ago, four and a half decades ago, I could knock on these doors and say, you know, and talk to people, introduce myself and say hello kind of thing. So that's one. It's always great to meet your neighbors Mm -hmm. and have your neighbors support you. The other is have your parents support you. My mom was great. She she went out and she worked for Bank of America back then and uh, she would take the cookie cells and just, you know, just share it with your friends. So have the parents help you. We sure do. Got some great (laughs) photos over the past many years and pulling Another little big to fit the cookies and the kids in the same wagon. Yeah. Uh, but those are the first couple of years. Aren't now it's great. just cookies and the kids walk alongside because they've grown. But it, yeah. it's kind of adorable. And it I is like, adorable. I like going out with them. And we support how we can. We, um, By the way, I mentioned this uh, Valentine's party we're having at yeah. the winery this coming yeah, Sunday. Wonderful. I didn't mention, but I'll mention now. If anybody's looking to get some cookies, uh, the ladies will be set up nice. at Judd's Hill this Sunday, February 10th from noon to 2.30 Fantastic. with plenty of cookies. And they go great with a variety of wines. So yes, they do. come get that. We send out, you know, of course, an email to our friends and family to say, uh-huh. cookies are available. Let us know what you want. That's and great. Yeah. Social media. My wife sent this email yesterday. Just just, you know, she had me look at it. Did we get everybody? I looked at all the addresses. She hit send. Not five minutes later, we didn't get a reply to the email. Our doorbell rang. Oh, my god! And gosh. it was a neighbor saying, all right, I want three <laughs> thin mints and three. I was, I was wondering what the most popular ones are. They, is it still thin mints and, you know, savannas or the. We'll see this year. Yeah, thin mints are the perennial, perennial favorites. Uh, they've added s'mores, which did pretty well yeah. last year and this year. Uh uh, tagalongs, of course, good stuff. But that was just like well, instant I have, feedback. It was I have incredible. a confession. Yeah. So I've been really trying to like work out and be healthy and do all these things. But last night I had a moment, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, 
doing more Girl Scout cookies. So yes, we had a box in the freezer in the garage. So I had like a whole sleep. Yeah. Frozen Thin Mints are good, and I can replenish that supply for you, by the yes, way. Yes, I, pl- I well, this, so. this has got to be tough for you as a now very public figure. Of course, you've always been public in all the community service you've done, but now you're an elected official. Yeah. People vote for you. Mm-hmm. How do you walk by a Girl Scout cookie table? I can't. You can't. I know. You have to buy every time, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Or do well, you like, one, have to go to the store in disguise, like a fake mustache and a big <laughs> nose and glasses, like, hello, girls, I'm from out of town. Oh, Goodbye. I, I've done this way before um, being elected. You know, once a Girl Scout, always a Girl Scout. I okay. honestly believe that. So I always, I love our Girl Scouts. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, I support them whenever I see them. Yeah, I support them. <laughs> That's got to be tough. You can't like pass up those, you know, a lemonade stand. Anytime kids are doing something, oh, you kind of... it's too cute though. I mean, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I'd love to pull over for a lemonade stand. Lauren, did you ever have a lemonade stand when you were a kid? No. I did. Oh, yeah. I remember, you know, raising money on the corner with lemonade. and <laughs> So, yeah, I can't pass those up either. No, I, I like to stop as well. Well, that's good. And you obviously do uh, have admiration for the, the youngest generation that we have going on. I Just do. The other I'm night, so you, impressed. You spoke wow. at a Girl Scout gathering. uh for future leaders and the importance of inclusiveness and kindness. Yeah. I think they're, honestly, I think they're current leaders. They're bringing us back to values and principles that we take for granted. And, you know, a smile and just, just you know, a smile means so much to somebody. And, you know, asking how they're doing, making sure, you know, your friends at school aren't having lunch alone. Or as an adult walking by and, you know, just, just a hello, whether you know the person or not. Just yeah. a kindness of a hello. So I'm so impressed with your daughters. I just, I love what they stand for and what they're, what they're sending out, that ripple effect. It's really, it's amazing. Thank you. It's unquantifiable. And so. thanks for correcting me because you're right. These kids, not just my kids, there's a lot of kids out there yes. doing wonderful things. They are our current leaders. They are People are definitely leaders. looking to them yeah. uh, as examples They're and inspirational. for hope and inspiration. So yeah. thank you. You're not future leaders, current leaders. They are current And thank leaders. you for encouraging that. That was a very, yeah. um, well, I'll use the word again. It was very inspirational. So thank many of those you. kids afterwards were just so happy that you were there talking Aww. to them, sharing your stories and looking yeah. forward to continuing uh, what they're doing. Boy, let's keep talking. I'm looking, okay. we could take a little break, but let's keep talking. Okay. We, we, there's, there's a lot to get to with you. <laughs> I mean, I could go, we could fill the rest of this hour just saying all of the different organizations and boards and community projects you're involved in. And maybe I, should I just start listing things and you can stop me where you want to talk? <laughs> no, you don't need uh, those things, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? You and Lauren have something in common, and that is yeah. your involvement with Operation Love uh, from Home. Yes. So, so let, we got a few minutes. Let's talk about that. You talked about the, that the other night with the Girl mm-hmm. Scouts and how you were inspired. Yeah. You have a son in the military. Yes, he's now a veteran. But Vet- yes. Okay, he's he's. Okay. I have a, naf- a nephew who's active duty. He's over okay. in Japan. Yeah. So your son, I guess, w- was a Marine. Yep. Marine. He's a Marine. Uh-huh. Okay. And so this really spoke to you, and let's. It let's did, talk but about it, it was. You know, it's interesting because I my son wasn't in the Marine Corps um, when this started. Oh, okay. Um, it was uh, introduced to me in 2008. It was a one-time hospital donation drive for mom's. A son who was deployed in 2007, and I missed that whole whole boat. It was mm. like two week kind of kind of rush, you know, that happened. And the staff 
uh, through this mom, Lisa Huntley, to her son, Mitchell Ray. They sent 134 care packages out and uh, pretty phenomenal. And in 2008, I had already worked in the hospital at Queen of the Valley for 10 years. I had just moved to community outreach. Uh, community benefit was my focus for over 10 years. And uh, this mom and the uh, Cami Tim, who's director of spiritual care, came to me and said, we did this. Mitch is back home this year, but we know the need still exists. Mm-hmm. And the hospital really supported this. Would you be willing to kind of make it a program and introduce it to the community? And I had, I really had no understanding of the need, but my heart just said, I, we have to do this. So I pleaded with my boss to give me permission to use uh, work time. And that's how it's, that's how I got involved in 2008. And then I started learning about uh, just so many young men and women who are serving far away, uh, sacrificing and uh, get no support from home. They don't have community. They don't Mm -hmm. have family and they don't know if anybody even knows that they're there. Um, And that just tugged on my heartstrings and it was kind of beyond me, kind of like my campaign. It was just, it was bigger than me. It wasn't about me. It was bigger than me. And it was, it was actually been a joy, but I tell you, I have shed many tears, both happy and sorrow through this program. And Lauren started to come to our care package assemblies and has been there filling boxes, helping behind the scenes, being a voice for us. And uh, so it's, it's been a community wide, community wide of, uh, you know, um, contribution and it's wonderful to lauren be part of it now before lauren comments looks like he's ready to say something i just want in a nutshell yeah just what is what is the program what is operation love from home just it is sending care packages to our deployed severs members filled with uh, it's a goodie box filled with things that they need they miss uh fun items so everything from you know beef jerky to girl scout cookies <laughs> to uh, toiletries, to magazines, decks of cards. It's a goodie box. It's almost like the stocking stuffer, but it's nine and a half pounds mm. of all these things that you know that we, can, we have access to and they don't. Taco Bell sauce, that is a big deal. Really? Yes, Taco little Bell sauce. So- little of packs taco- of Taco Bell sauce is a big they love deal. That. They do because they huh. don't, because their MREs, what they receive is oftentimes it's so bland. It's not interesting. Mm. It's not the taste of, of home. So it's really just that symbolic, you know, gift from home and it's love from home. The cars that kids make here in Napa, those handmade cards. Oh my gosh, those will, those are, those will tug on your heartstrings. Yeah. I read those and, and it, and they save those beanie bears. They, you know, just little comfort items and items that they can give out to the children in these war torn countries. Oh, oh, that's nice. Um, and I I've also seen them um, give out, like we, we put in boot socks, a big deal. Um, they always need boot socks, uh, T-shirts. And I've seen them sometimes hand these items over to uh, folks who live in those countries mm-hmm. who don't have anything. Wow. So it's, it's, a, it's, a real, it's a real special project. It, that's wonderful. Lauren, how did you get involved? Well, when, when Liz and, and Steve Roy were guests on what was then the Napa Show with Artie Party on yeah. uh, Channel 28. Yeah. And uh, I seemed interested in joining this organization because uh, my dad was in the Coast Guard for mm-hmm. four years. This was the 1970s. Oh, my gosh. And uh, my uncle, who who used to live in Michigan but now lives in Arizona, he was in the Air Force. Okay, so you had a personal connection. I did. To uh, some military folks. And so what have you been doing? How, how did you involve yourself? Well, I got to help fill out the uh, – fill the care packages and i've recently been, been coming to assembly uh events and i've also been able to announce how many uh the 
how many packages we've assembled. Oh, well, oh, do tell. How many packages have we assembled here in Napa? So what we do is that when we – so twice a year, we this is a community event. We always want community to be involved and be part of this. Yeah, my kids and, have gone too, the, and the so last one. They did. Yeah, and, they and loved it. That was – I know. I remember seeing them. Mm-hmm. There was over 500 people there. It was wonderful to it see. Was. It was. Yeah. It was a wonderful community gathering. And uh, so every time we reach 100 – we announce it at 100, oh, okay. 200, 300. So at this last assembly, we filled 1,000 care packages. Wow. We had just filled 500 care packages the week prior with the California Medical Facility. So their warden, Bob Fox, his daughter received our care package last summer. He was so moved by it that he they adopted this program through their prison. The uh, inmates themselves raised over $6,000. Wow. So many of them are touched by this project because many of them are veterans or have families who, who serve, mm-hmm. and the staff too. So the staff raised over $5,000. They raised over $6,000. They did a whole donation drive. So we had just filled 500 care packages the Saturday before at the, at the California Medical Facility and then the 1,000 there. But altogether, we – gosh, I need to update it, but well over 15,000, probably wow. current, six, almost 16,000 care packages. Wonderful. When you add it and it's nine, nine and a half pounds per box, it's like <laughs> – 75, 76 tons of, of goods and items from everybody in this community well, and beyond. Thank you, community, and thank yes, you for thank you. spearheading, and thank you, Lauren, for being involved. So Lauren met you, and that's how he got involved. But if yeah. somebody's listening, how if they want to be involved somehow, donate either Absolutely. money, Year products, round. their time, how, how does that happen? Do you know, um, there's a couple ways. I, the website is is great, and actually we, we're launching a new website. Oh. It's going to be up any time. But the current website, if you go to um, op with love.org, O-P-W-I-T-H, love.org, mm-hmm. or operationwithlove.org, both those uh, URLs work, um, you can get all the information right there. And we really do need, we need donations, we need volunteers, looking for volunteer leaders, folks who want to take just a little part and say, you know, this is what I'm going to work on. This all There's a lot of different areas you can get involved in ways. And I hear that this organization has really good swag, too. It does. (laughs) Yes, we do. Well, on that note, Mr. Lauren Mole, we're going to take a break and we'll be back with uh, Liz Alessio, city council member and involved community member as well. You're listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. We'll be right back after these messages. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. You're listening to 1440 KVON, the voice of Napa Valley. Now, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thank you very much, Mr. Lauren Mole. Our guest at this very moment is Liz Alessio. She's Napa City Council member, among many other fabulous uh, organizational uh, involvements, and just one of those people in the community you want to have because she's always doing something positive. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Don't we have an amazing community that offers help? has so many organizations that really go out of their way to help each other. We do have an amazing community. In fact, I mean, or, yeah, it, there's there's no shortage of great organizations. Exactly. And I was just thinking about what a divi- diverse community personality-wise we have today. Just on the drive here today, I, yeah. I stopped at the fabulous Buttercream Bakery. And yes. they always treat me so well. Uh-huh. And, you know, I go in there and I'm just 
like I'm coming home. It's yeah. so sweet. And I left there thinking how nice that is. And then, uh, I don't know, within minutes, I um, was, I guess, a slow start at a stoplight. Oh. I was looking at a balloon that was yeah, going over. Yeah, a balloon. Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> I got, you know, the, ha! Oh, you no. Know? And then as I drove <laughs> off, I saw somebody doing some very specific sign language in my oh, direction. Wow. I thought, what a community we live we, in. Yeah, we have a talented community. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, got, I got that, hey, we love you, and then why don't you go do something to yourself? Yeah, yeah. the contrast there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I try to keep that in perspective, too. You never know. He might have really had, like, to go to the bathroom, and I was keeping her. Maybe uh, yeah. her wife was in labor. I don't know. Yeah, we just so need to I think just... good vibes for that person because they need them today. <laughs> it was pre-coffee or pre-donut or something. Exactly. But let's get back to the – just focus on the positive. Why not? Actually, it looks like you brought a little – did you bring a little something you'd like to well, uh, share? <laughs> so I brought just a couple little things, little doodads here. Okay. One is, you know these little – I think they're called spinners, right, Lauren? Frigid spinners. Yeah. These things are really cool. Who are, you know, it's one of these things that, where somebody thinks – Puts, make something to invent something and it's simple but it's so cool i think these things are so cool and you can just kind of like spin it this hasn't been opened yet this is actually this is i'm paying this one forward this is um <laughs> from robobank so you get a robobank seal on it but it's a really cool spinner and you know sometimes you just kind of need that mental break right we talk a lot about being mindful which mm-hmm. is really important right? absolutely have, in, have intentions being mindful be in the present moment but once in a while, you need a little break from that. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about mindfulness and mindlessness. I, right. I firmly believe you got to yes. shut it down once yes, in a while. Absolutely, <laughs> that's a good way to so do it. So this will help you with that. Okay, so <laughs> okay. we got a fidget spinner, fidget spinner, and then this little—it's a real small little book—and it says, "What I love about blank by blank." So, <laughs> for instance, I'm just opening this up. So- so you could make this about somebody, is that it? Yes, you fill okay. it, you fill in the blanks. I see. So it's a, it's kind of a little it's a, it's a little book that you can make personalized for somebody you love. Could you, so. uh, Lauren, say stop at any point? She'll flip through the pages. Okay, I love there how you talented you are at, and you could say it about anybody. I would, for instance, I would say to you, Lauren, I love how talented you are, are, are at being an MC, being an announcer. Oh. Nice. I mean, right? That, that would do that. I believe we'd make a great blank team. What would you say, Judd? Uh, sketch comedy. There you go. So you could just like, you know, so there's, I don't know, there's uh, 50. I think there's 50 okay. here. Yes, there's 50. And then the last one is, I am so blank that blank. So I am so grateful that I'm here with both of you. And so vice versa. Thank you. Igualmente. All right. So you're willing to... Give this to one yes. of our listeners. Yes, please. There's a little grab bag of goodies from yep. uh, Liz Alessio. We have a fidget spinner and a a, a very a personalizable. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, what I, I, I love about book. I yes. think that's I think that's a word. Okay, well it is now. <laughs> last <laughs> time, last time I checked the pocket dictionary. Get the Scrabble dictionary out. Great. All you have to do is be the first one to tweet. You got to use Twitter. And tweet that you want this. We used to call this Get Your Hands on Judd's Goodies, but our DA and police chief thought that was not a good – I don't know why. I mean, people bring in goodies and you can get your hands on them, but okay. So we're, we're still oh coming gosh. up with a, a good okay. name for that. But you can okay. tweet. So we're not going to use that phrase anymore. Just just tweet, uh, I want the goods or something like that. But have go. the hashtag JNVS for Judd's Napa Valley Show and use at Judd's Hill. 
That's our Twitter handle at the winery, and I'll see it immediately. I'll bring this back to the tasting room Good. at the south end of Silverado Trail. We're Perfect. right there, and uh, it'll be there until Friday. And if uh, no one picks it up, I'll keep it because those are kind of cool. Yeah, I'll enjoy good. having those. All right. Let's uh, let's keep talking. I mean, you have such an amazing resume. Do you want to talk about some things that you've done? The Napa Parks and Recreation Commissioner. That Do you want to talk great. about your time with Queen of the Valley? Do you want to talk about – Wow. Go. So much. So much. Well, let me just say, um, regarding the Park and Rec Commission, that was a blast. I really love that. It's really interesting. They have – they oversee so much in Napa – and um, and if you've ever thought about giving back to community um, in any way, um, this is a great way to do it. We have many – the city has many boards and commissions mm-hmm. that we need our residents to sign up for, to apply for. Don't be intimidated. It's I remember I was a little nervous the first time. But don't be – we're just looking for good people with different perspectives, different backgrounds and experiences to sit on these boards and commissions and make recommendations to city council. And how do be- we find out what's open you and available? You go to the city website. So go to the City of Napa website. There will be um, on the left side, there's a menu and it says boards and commissions. It'll, it'll have, it'll, there'll be a drop down. It'll give you the many different ones and see what might be of interest to you. And then you can see most of them are two-year terms. Um, and you'll see if there's any open seats. It'll link you to an application. Um, and then you just come in and, and you apply. You just have a, a small interview. So it's really great. So, and what led me to that actually was being involved in Leadership Napa Valley. Okay, that's a great program. That's a great program. So, I really recommend Leadership Napa Valley. Which class were you? 27. 27. The best class ever. Uh, Yes. Everyone always says that. Yeah, it is. It's the best class ever. Have you been? Have you ever done this? Uh, Holly, my wife, was class 29, the best class ever. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of best classes when it comes to leadership. And and actually, each class really is the best at that time. Mm -hmm. They're all phenomenal. I know the current class. They're just rocking it. They've got such a great class too. Um, let's give the let's give the program a plug. You want to yeah. give the nutshell story on that? So this is um, our very own Mayor Jill Teckel is our is the teacher is the instructor for Le- Leadership Napa Valley. It's a nine month program, and you really learned the infrastructure of the city. You learn about all the different departments, not just city, the county. So everything from, you know, local government to vintners to business to health and human services. Um, you just, the water treatment and waste treatment programs. I mean, you just learn everything about how the, the city and the county run. And it's a red carpet right to the top brass of each of these uh, departments and organizations. It's a lot of fun. You learn a lot about yourself as an individual, as a leader. You learn what it means to be a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you also learn to work with very different people. So part of that is that uh, it's usually a class of 28, 25 to 28. Um, And within that class, you break up what we call practicum groups. So there'll be a group of five or six people in each group. And each group identifies and looks at where they can make a difference in the community. And they work on a project within a very short amount of time. And then they present it. And um, and they make a difference. The Give Guide came from a Leadership Napa Valley group, so um, class, and that's huge, right? Mine was we did a, a program. We did a it was a monologue. It was a theatrical monologue on the needs of this community. It was really moving. It was powerful. Um, but there's a lot of different programs that that stick and stay. And uh, so I I I'm a big Leadership Napa Valley person. I love the program. I was very impressed with the experience. Uh, just. You, you know, through my wife, just seeing yeah. what she was doing and, and the access she had to 
well, the leaders that we have yeah. in Napa Valley and the different programs and institutions. And she got yes. on the inside exactly. and really got a working knowledge of how uh, our community works. And then she met so many folks she would have not met otherwise oh and my made gosh. friends and worked with them and yes. collaborated. Uh, I have the lifelong friends wonderful. from this, yeah. lifelong friends. And what's interesting is that some of the some of these folks are people that you may – what's interesting about the Procter Group, they, they purposely set you up with people with different personality types and different strengths. Yeah. So, you know, what you might think is funny, somebody else might think is annoying, basically, in your group. Yeah, yeah we, we, I, I got that. You know, we, we talked about that quite a bit. Right. Where she'd present something and she'd talk about who got it and who – Right. She really had to walk through and exactly and be patient yeah. with and, yeah. and or just kind of like bite your tongue. And then what happens is that as you learn and you and everybody kind of grows in this program, those people become your best friends. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, some of my best friends are the people that I kind of I don't normally butt heads with people, but some kind of strong willed people. <laughs> And I just, I, yeah, I love the program. And it's actually, that was another stepping stone, another moment where during government, government day, we did role play where it was a city council and there was a mayor and actually Steve Potter was in my class and he was, he was a uh, guest here, former guest and city, former police chief, That's former police right. chief. He mm-hmm. was police chief at the time. Mm-hmm. So we, we selected him to be the mayor in this uh, role play. Yeah. So he was mayor and, um, and I remember uh, Desiree Braun, she was on city council. And I can't remember all the everybody on city council that, you know, you had your four council members and your mayor. And I was watching this and it was part of the role play. But I'm like, you know, that'd be really cool to be on council. <laughs> and that's honestly, that was that's another. That's how you were inspired? That was another m- moment of inspiration. Wow. Everything from, you know, just little things, just little moments of inspiration. Like, oh, wow. I wonder if that would be pr- pretty amazing. All it shows is, is get out of your bubble, as we talked yeah. about with travel. That doesn't necessarily mean um, geographical travel. It means right. uh, just outside of the little bubble you live in and yeah, get, get involved in organizations. Absolutely. And, and look at you now. Yeah, thank so you. speaking of look at you now, all these wonderful things you've been involved in and so many awards and accolades. I, I, one question is when you were named the uh, – Fourth district from the assembly, woman of the year. Right, great honor. Oh my gosh, great honor. Give me goosebumps just thinking about it. Did you get a sash that said that? <laughs> and I don't. I, you know, I never did get a sash. I have to talk to Cecilia Agar Curry yeah, about that. You, you really should follow <laughs> Our assembly up. Assembly woman, you got to follow up on that. And I, I feel when you get a title, you need a sash. I and I only bring this up because I, I had to fight. Idea. I had to fight. Several years ago, and it was a great honor. I, I, I think it was wonderful. I was bestowed the title Mr. Hospitality Napa Valley. Wow. I said, well, that, sh- that. that deserves a sash. Yes, it does. I think it took about four years before, and I, I, pers- I persisted <laughs> until I just went out oh. and made myself my own sash. But oh, I then, uh, <laughs> No, no, but I did. No, I, but I finally got a sash, and I, oh, that's great. I, I got to speak at a, um, uh, up at the CIA about hospitality uh, in December, just a couple yeah. months ago, and it was my first time I got to wear it in public. And it, oh my gosh, what colors! Your it sash? was so silly, but it 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 was an icebreaker though, which it yes. was meant to be anyway. I it was goofy perfect. and it was fun, but it said Mister Hospitality. Now it's an orange, orange okay, sash good. with um, kind of light silver lettering. Oh, nice! It's it's quite becoming when yes. I wear uh, one of my blue Hawaiian shirts. Exactly, it's a good perfect. contrast. Yes. Okay, enough silliness. <laughs> How many crab feeds do you have to go to? As an elected <laughs> official here in this Let's community, see. I've gone to every three. one of them. I've gone to three so far. Oh my gosh! And there's another one this Saturday, 
And um, oh, this Saturday? Am I yeah, free? Oh, it's no, I'm the, not free this Saturday. But I got to get to one. I haven't been to one yet. Oh, this you year. haven't? Oh but, my god! But back to you. How, how do you get through all these crab feeds? You know, it's just I just have fun. That's I'm a, a lot. Of I'm crab. a social. It's a lot of crab. Do you eat crab? I do eat crab. Okay. Because um, you don't have a choice. I mean, if you're on the city council. Yeah, I imagine oh. you are expected at all the crab feeds, no, whether you're allergic to shellfish or not. No, no, it's it just seems a great like one time. of those things. It's just a great time to connect with with your friends and people in the community. Okay. That's why I do. It. I'm, I'm I'm a social person. Well, yes. if you haven't noticed, no, no, no. and uh, what I what's really nice is that last year I was, I was going to the crab feeds and I was I had these stickers that Jenny Olson made uh-huh. for me because she was my she was on my team. Yeah, and it said you know Liz Alessio for City Council 2018, and I was sticking all these stickers on everybody last. Last year, so this year I'm like, wow, I don't have to do any of that. It's really nice. So having a lot more fun. Actually, last year was a lot of fun too. But yeah, so we've got a couple more crab feeds. You know, I enjoy them. We have a, again, we have a great community. They're all serving different needs in this community. Of course, of course. You know, as as rich and wonderful and blessed we as we are, we have so many needs. We have so many people who are struggling. So these these different crab feeds, whether it be Kiwanis or Boys and Girls Club. You know, the I think it's the Italian Society um, is this Saturday. You know, they all their service organizations basically, and they give back. It's it's wonderful, so, and it is so ingrained in Napa Valley culture. It the, is. the charitable crab feed. There's so many, and they are really fun. I just haven't been to one this year. Yeah. I haven't been able to. And they make a lot of money. So yes. good for them. Well, thank they work goodness. Hard. Yeah. Thank goodness. So, other things that you do for fun besides eat crab, go out, bungee jump from hot air balloons. <laughs> uh, I know that you. Like you did a BMX race. Oh my gosh! With um, that's hilarious. Yeah, that was awesome. Candidate at the time. Yes, uh, Ricky, Ricky Hurtado. Hurtado. Yes. Now was this kind of this wasn't like a grudge match BMX no, no. race. This the was BMX, um, the BMX track that's uh, ran by Donnie Robinson, a world champion in bronze. Olympic medalist here in Napa. It's another one of our treasures. Could be a hidden treasure for some folks. Go out there and check it out. It's mm. really amazing. So he was doing a he was doing like a charity race, and so people who were elected or who were running for office were running or cycle were racing against each other. So when I was a kid, I used to I had a a bike with like a banana seat. <laughs> I remember those with yeah. the flowers and the banana seat, purple sure. bike. And I used to do jumps and tricks and all that with my bike. And then later on, I got a mountain bike. I was kind of ahead of my time as a girl to get a mountain bike. It's right kind on. of similar to the BMX. Bike. All right, good. But I was probably 10 when I last rode one of those. Anyway, so Donnie calls and said, Liz, would you be willing to do this? And I'm like, okay, you know. So I go out there and I go out there the day before to kind of like, okay, let me just see the track. Because I've never been on a track, let alone a dirt track. And this has you know, this has moguls and this has like embankments and mm-hmm. it's pretty something. And I looked at that and I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, I have to remember, I am 53 years old and I'm a grandmother. <laughs> and and he's that like, That means oh, nothing. You, you know that. He's like, you can do it, Liz. You can do it. Of course. And so I'm like, he's like he goes, here's a bike. And I'm like, how am I going to sit on that? <laughs> and he goes, you don't sit. You stand and cycle. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to stand and cycle on this dirt track <laughs> with these deep moguls, with these embankments. And then I'm also going to race a 27-year-old, Ricky Hurtado. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is really crazy. Anyway, so Saturday, I went around the track a couple times. He coached me. He went around with me. It was actually really, really fun. It sounds like a blast. Oh, my gosh. I want to do this again. I want to do this again. So Saturday we came out. But I did realize that three times around that track, I got kind of tired. So on Saturday was the big race. 
And we had Scott Sedgley racing Ryan Gregory. Scott had this bike with a coconut holder, a cup holder on it. <laughs> it was hilarious. We had just, I mean, so many people that were out there. Kate Miller, um, people from the Vine Trail. And then when it came to the candidates, only Ricky and I were up for this, right? Um, Bernie just had his, his wife just had a baby, so he was going to be there but couldn't. And Mary was out there cheerleading, and I clearly said, Mary, you are smarter than I am. <laughs> but so we get up, and there's a gate, and it drops down down it's very dramatic yeah. you know the whistle blows or whatever and no it the, was just the two of you just the two of us okay and, and a couple hundred people watching mm-hmm. and then my competitive nature gets the best of me and we shoot out and we are flying i mean we actually get air we're hitting these moguls wow. on the last mogul right before the embankment i think i had myself too much weight in the front because i was down like in a half a second, Ooh. I was I was down, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe I fell off a bike because I don't recall ever falling off a bike. I was down, but then I was up, and the race was on. And Ricky was very sweet. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm okay, and I'm going to beat you. <laughs> oh, he, did he, he stop? <laughs> he did stop. He oh, was so what a sweet. nice he guy! Stopped. He's like, and checked on me, and then all of a sudden, you know, now I'm now I'm <laughs> pulling away from him, and now it's a race again. <laughs> it was so much fun. And you were wearing a helmet, of course. Is oh that yeah, a good example for the kids. Absolutely, I was wearing a helmet, and I. Had gloves on and who and won the race ricky won the race but not by much it was really really close uh, it's a close one but i think he helped me with that i don't know i think he kind of eased up a bit this is great you, yeah. you're really out there doing it and you have your <laughs> introspective side as well i you do like to journal and you like to spend time outside and I folks do. can probably find you if you're not at city hall you have <laughs> office hours unofficial up at skyline park on i hiking. do i do and then anybody's welcome to join me you know i think it's really important that we take time to to reflect you know with gratitude and with these little epiphanies that that we're given um i get a lot of epiphanies when i'm hiking and just get grounded and get with nature if that's your thing mm-hmm. i think it's it's uh it's 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 a blessing to me, and Skyline is such a beautiful park. And, uh, you know, we see there's all kinds of birds out there and different wildlife. I had one little encounter with a mountain lion once, but that's a whole other matter. Oh, boy. That was kind of a rare opportunity. But it's, yeah. So I'm, you know, I have this very outgoing side, but I also have this side where I do just, I need my own time. You and I think, it. Yeah. And I love, you know, and I think journaling is really helpful for me and just to kind of get things out on paper and whether it's, you know, I think it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it is a int- time for introspection. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit yes. about yourself over this yes. past hour. It's blown by. Is it over? It's, it's. I hate to say goodbye. Oh, my god! But actually, we're not. You're going to stay for a few minutes. The okay. listening audience is going to go on to other programming, but I okay. will invite them to look this episode up via podcast Great. because uh, we've got a few more things we're going to do okay. after we sign up that we'll All put right. as, as what? Extra Judd's Napa Valley Show podcast content. That's right. So, Liz Alessio, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. It's thank been you, an absolute Judd. pleasure. Thank you, Lauren. And now... Some extra Judd's Napa Valley Show podcast content. Thank you, Lauren Mole. It happens often these days. We get so involved uh, talking to our fascinating guests that we mm-hmm. run out of time for some of the other fun things we do on the show. So, Liz Alessio, yes. thank you for bearing that last hour. It was oh my fun. Gosh, that, wasn't that was too so bad. much fun. Thank you. No, no, yeah. thank you for being here. Uh, but something I didn't get a chance to ask you. Yes. And um, maybe it's better on the podcast because. I don't know how appropriate this is for on the air. Okay. Um, because we're going to get a little personal. I hope that's okay. And you yes, don't have to answer. That's you don't okay. have to if you don't want to. Yeah. But 
I'm interested to know. Yes. And so that tells me that there's probably other people. I'm kind of a regular guy, so I figure <laughs> other people might be interested to know this about you, especially now that you're so prominent in the community, mm-hmm. even more so than you were before. So people kind of, you know, they they want to dig in. Sure. Um, do you <laughs> do you go nuts for donuts? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, this is your lucky <laughs> oh day <my> God. then. <laughs> Here we go. I oh, mentioned wow. earlier I'd stop by Buttercream. You Maybe did you didn't realize that. it was for your benefit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and they put the tape on there. Where's Lauren Mole with his knife? He's usually right there to... <laughs> oh, you got it? Now we're just going to... We're just going to rip into this <laughs> Rip area. open that pink box. Ah, okay. Oh, there we go. We got, we got, we got. All right. So, Liz... Oh okay. my God, I'm, I need to start hitting the gym again. I can't even <laughs> open a pink cardboard box. Okay. Wow, those look good. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, take a look. Okay. There's a nice little selection I there. I see that, what, what, yes. are you, what are you thinking? Well, my favorite is in this box, so I have to go with my favorite. What and is it? That is the maple old-fashioned. Oh, what? Is that your favorite? Again? <laughs> Lauren knows all too well that we haven't actually written down the statistics, but... It's got to be well above 90% of our guests choose the Maple Old Fashioned. It is the favorite. I love it. And I'm just going to call it the official (laughs) donut of Judd's Napa Valley Show. There you go. So that is yours. I'm not going to ask you any follow-up questions. Okay. You didn't didn't pick the crumb. You didn't pick the uh, chocolate rays. You didn't pick the pink sprinkle. Pink sprinkle is is really cute. But yeah, the Old Fashioned, Old Maple Old Fashioned. You can have it. I do want it. It's not just point at your favorite. It's like take it and enjoy it. Yay. That's for you. Please do enjoy. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. That's right, Liz Alessio. I think you know how this game is played. Yep. It's the old time. Let me reach a pen here. Fill in the blank word game. So, are, this. are you ready? Yes. And you, yeah, go ahead and eat. I don't care if you. I remember doing this when I was a kid. Have those books, and you get to fill them in, and then read them later. That that's exactly right. You got it. Okay, so here we go. I will need a number. Um, one. The number one. Yeah. It's a good one. Some say the loneliest number. I say you're number one. <laughs> Thank Let's you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> a geographic location. It could be anywhere you can possibly mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. How about Pluto? Ah, the planet. Well, actually, they're planet. not really calling it a planet anymore, are they? No, they're not. Okay, well, Pluto. We know who you are, Pluto. <laughs> An adjective? As Slimy. Slimy. How about another adjective? How about sticky? Sure. I like the way you think. This is going to be good. <laughs> a noun, a thing. A thing? Yeah. Uh, let's go with a ball. Ball. Yep. A plural noun, so more than one thing. Bananas. Bananas. Another plural noun. Coconuts. I think I need a tropical vacation. Yeah. The <laughs> I think that's French what it's Polynesia, <laughs> Yes. Of which I saw lots of bananas and coconuts growing down there. That's amazing. Just out and about. Take I mean, a walk and there they pick are. all this wild <laughs> tropical fruit. Mangoes just hanging wow. out. Okay. A, uh, another plural noun? Uh, let's go with something different. Let's go with slinkies. Remember slinkies? Sure. They, Those are fun. They, is it they, they, they go downstairs, alone or in pairs. Or something like that. That, da, I, da, I da, think, da, da. Oh, yeah. Okay, slinkies. Yep. And finally, one more plural noun. Uh, let's throw some monkeys into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You did it. Great. So, so earlier today, mm-hmm. I uh, was surfing the web, and I happened to find myself on LizAlessio.com. Oh. 
which is your uh, candidate page. Yes. And there's a nice uh, area right there. It says about me. You know, get to meet Liz. Yeah. And you've just rewritten part of that mm-hmm. via this Mad Lib game. Oh, my gosh. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. I can't <laughs> oh. wait. <laughs> All right. From the uh, about section of LizAlessio.com. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. <clears throat> when Liz Alessio talks about her family's deep connection to Napa, she can back it up with the fact that they have in... <laughs> Let me start that over. <laughs> Take your time, John. Thank you very much, Lauren. When Liz Alessio talks about her family's deep connection to Napa, she can back it up with the fact that they have lived in Napa Valley for over one year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> one year. <laughs> <laughs> when Alessio announced that she is seeking one of two seats on the Pluto City Council... <laughs> yes, we are. We're out there. Many who knew her agreed... <laughs> That she would be a slimy choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Given her experience and sticky involvement. Ooh, I don't know. Eeks, she, let's not go there. Yeah, she <laughs> is just the kind of ball that makes an effective city council member. Oh ball God. of energy. That's what I'll yes, say. There we go. There I like go. that. Um, <laughs> successfully serving on local government requires building bananas, yeah. coconuts, and slinkies <laughs> while keeping a pulse on the monkeys that are most important to the community. Oh, my gosh. Alessio so true. brings a unique blend of experience that makes her one of the best fits for this role that you could ask for. Oh, Congratulations on you. your win. Thank and, you. And uh, for being uh, someone who can help this community build bananas, coconuts, and slinkies for the benefit of all uh, of us monkeys. Yes, absolutely. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, Jed. Thanks, Lauren been fun. This is Lauren Moll speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.